This is the Business Growth Hacks Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing. Here's your host, Andrew Brockenbush. Howdy there, Andrew. And here's the greatest co-host of all time, John Fritching. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, good to talk to you again. It's not like we don't talk Always. every day, but you know. But you know, not in podcast The people form. hear us. Yes, they can hear our conversation now. You're welcome, people. Today, I like to call the episode today, today we're going to do is probably more of like a bite-sized podcast episode. Yeah. Maybe not as long as our normal format, but An great. appetizer. Oh, yes. Appetizer. A little fried Zeta Frito. A little, little beefy snack, if you will. A beefy bite. It is December. Yes. Which means Christmas is upon us. It sure is. We talked about Black Friday a couple episodes ago. Yep. And, and the craziness of that. Mm-hmm. But I thought I would kick this thing off with a holiday question. Okay. Would you rather eat a candy cane that tastes like turkey or a turkey that tastes like a candy cane? Now, regular peppermint candy cane or one of the fancy new ones? That- Ooh. Ooh. For the purpose of the question, we'll go standard candy cane. Okay. Although there are much better candy canes now. All right. That helps clarify it a But standard, standard okay. issued candy cane. Man. I would be kind of disappointed if I was eating turkey and it tasted like a candy cane. So I think I would rather have a candy cane that tasted like turkey, but that might weird me out. I know. I've been struggling with this one too. It's been in my head. Yeah. I haven't made a definitive answer. I haven't either. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I read the question before we started and I still don't have an answer. I think, okay. I think I would go candy cane that tastes like turkey. Yeah. Only because... I don't know. I guess that could be argued both ways, but I guess I was going to yeah. say it's smaller. So, you know, once it's gone, it's gone, whatever. Yeah. I was like, okay, I already ate, you know, it's so not, it's, the weirdness well, would last for a smaller if period. If you have like a giant turkey that tastes like candy, you're eating candy cane for weeks. Exactly. Right? Like, That's I don't want to exactly do that. Right. I don't want to do that. So I guess, yeah, I'm going to go with turkey that. It also depends on what kind of turkey. Oh. I mean, because you've got smoked turkey, baked turkey, fried turkey. I think if it was a fried turkey tasting candy cane, I might be down with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'd be savory. A hundred percent. But it'd be like a beef jerky stick kind it'd of. It'd also be kind of weird. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird in general. I think either way, you're putting a flavor with something that it doesn't belong with, kind of. I wish we had a sound effect from the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Which you one? You know, snozberries taste oh, like snozberries. Yeah. You know, like everything... Like, yeah, there's all the weird stuff that tasted like other stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then little, yeah, yeah, in that weird little candy tour. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess more on guess, topic. Yeah. <laughs> with today's episode, beyond the candy cane that tastes like turkey, if you could start any business right now today, yeah, what would you start? Man, I think I would start a music store of some kind. Love it. That way, I don't have to buy everything per se. I mean, yeah, you do, but yeah. You got to fill your store, but, but somebody's paying. Somebody else hopefully will pay for it. Over I get time. to try everything before I have to buy it officially for myself. You know yeah, because I, mean? I don't know. There's so many ideas I have. Obviously. I know. I also would have it kind of be like a musician's playground slash studio, possibly. Like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind I of feel like of anything you do now that's going to be novel of an idea, you're going to have to do something slash something almost. You know, like yeah, some kind of fusion of something to be yeah nowadays to be on original. brand and yeah, yeah trendy. I don't know what I would start. There's a lot of little ideas. I'm like, yeah. oh, it'd be cool to own a kolache factory or, yeah. you know, you know, like little would, things like that. Me and my wife have a dream of a a place 
Like a little sports bar, basically. Yeah, that would be awesome. Somewhere I can go watch baseball when I'm old. And it's like yours. Yeah, yeah. like your little restaurant that you've got. That'd be yeah. cool. If I could start a business, what would I start? Obviously, I'm a business owner, so it's tough because it's like I already did that. Well, but, I already did that. Yeah. But if I could do if I could do it again. Do it again. So I guess beefy marketing is the answer to your question. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. This is two point. I guess this is second business though because we had, we had yeah. fake recording studios yeah, a long time ago. One, yeah, so we had a recording studio, which yeah. was a blast. We it was. We still reminisce about we actually all those times. Talked this morning about what we would do differently. So so we kind honestly, of we could open a studio again and just do it do totally it different. Totally different. Yeah, and make it like you honestly kind of like it goes in line with what your answer was. Like yeah, kind of like this playground of sorts. Right. We sell music stuff. Yeah. But we also have this whole hangout area where you can right. record and maybe there's even like a, a live venue yeah. aspect and it's like I know I definitely. I don't know the what, but I know what the culture looks like. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 100%. I know kind of how I want it to feel, how I want it to make you feel. I'd like to get into real estate, but I don't know if, yeah. that's, a, I don't know if that's called like a business. I mean, it is, obviously. Yeah, it is. But it's like, it's not a specific, you know, I think having my own real estate, specifically like commercial office buildings yeah. or something like that would be kind of cool because then I'd get to work with way more small businesses. And well, yeah, and it gives another aspect to the- Ties back to everything else yeah. we do, right? Mm-hmm. Today- we're talking about why you should never start a business. <laughs> how does that how does that Not go once. back? <laughs> if you could start a business, what would you start? Never do it. Don't do it. We're going to be talking about reasons why you should never start a business. So I'm not saying you should never start a business. I said reasons why you should never start a business. That's that's good okay. to clarify there. It's good different. To clarify. I know you might have to rewind and listen to that phrase a few times to completely grasp that. Yeah. But we're going to be breaking down why you might not start a business. All right. The first things first. Oh, yeah. Everyone thinks that starting a business means this lifestyle of freedom. Oh, yeah. Because we've talked about this before. Be your own boss. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to just do this thing. Yeah. Everyone thinks that when you get into the business ownership, it's going to be this lifestyle of freedom. And when they get into that position, they quickly find out that was not the case. Right. It is a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, we can both speak from experience there. Yeah. You know, as a freelancer and as a business owner, we can certainly agree that it is a lot of work. Uh, we talked about it in a car on our way back from lunch today. It was like, when you own a business, all of a sudden you have a responsibility for more than yourself. Right. Especially if you've hired employees. That's right. Like, I've got to keep doors open to keep food on these guys' plates now. Yeah. And that's like a big, I don't want to call it burden, but it, a it, responsibility. It can be pressure. Yeah. And. That, that can be overwhelming. Oh, yeah. It can cause, you know, at home, you know, re- relationship trouble and family trouble. And yeah. it can cause financial, you know, tolls, all that stuff. Yeah. And so, the first thing I'd, I want to kind of just, you know, preface the conversation with is that you need to know before you get into starting a business what the reality is. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't come with moments of… Of freedom. Pure, or, you know, f- freedom and pure joy and just… Yeah. Just, it's, it, because it is. It is incredible… To do what we do. Right. But it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Well, I think about the term, be your own boss. Sounds great, but you have to be the boss of yourself. Yeah. Which means you got to... And do you have the... Do you have the... The wherewithal to, to do, do that. that? Yeah. It's like saying, I don't need a personal trainer. I'm just going to go to the gym. Work out. Yeah. For some people, they're fully capable of that. They're that disciplined and of themselves. Yeah. And I think that that is probably the... The separator or the differentiator is, yeah. are you disciplined enough right. to be able to say, if I want to be successful, I mm-hmm. have to push myself. Right. There are certain days, even at our company, 
that I'm like, man, it would be so much easier if I had a boss. Yeah. If somebody told me, Andrew, you have to get this done by yeah. the end of the day because if you don't, you're going to get fired. I'd probably be a bit more productive. Right. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, sometimes you just get overwhelmed with yeah. whatever it is, whether it's yeah. personal life or business or, or decisions, whatever. The day. Yeah. The day, you know, and that can be obviously challenging. Yeah. So the first reason mm-hmm. why you should not start a business. All right. Is because someone else thinks it's a good idea. Oh. So. I would say if that someone is your mom. <laughs> definitely your mom ask loves someone else. everything that you do. You can put your fingerprint on the refrigerator and it's great. Yep. It's yeah. Like, Don't do it just because mom said so. That's right. Definitely. So, somebody might tell you, you're so good at this. You should start your own business. You're, yeah. you're great at building forts. You're And you might be. Great at building websites. You're right. Mm-hmm. You might be the the best there is. Right. We all have things we love to do. Yeah. Right. And you asked, you brought this up earlier, but is it something you want to do? Or is it something you want to do for money? That's right. Because some things I just find relaxing. I would never kayak professionally. No. Not once. Yeah. I love kayaking. Me too. But never but would I'm not I. Gonna be able to- I'm not going to try to be a professional kayak racer. Now- professional kayak fisherman if i stumbled into it just by chance yeah yeah and it's one of those things that sometimes i think we're all guilty of this yeah that we we get caught up in the people telling us that oh you'd be really good at this that it loses some of the yeah i don't know excitement well it loses it becomes work and not a relaxing thing and that's that's what i find for myself is yeah i i love to do things but some things I don't want to do for money. Yeah, because then you would lose the joy from them. Yeah. You know? I, w- I don't want the stipulations. I don't want the deadlines. That's what I enjoy about. Yeah, because I know? thought, you know, it's funny that you brought the kayaking one up because I yeah. told myself before, well, how can I make a business out of that? Yeah, I know. Because so, I love to do it. And if it would pay me, that would no, be cool. I thought about it too, yeah. But then I think about the fact that like if it became a job, depending on what it was, obviously, right. I might not like it as much anymore. Yeah. I'd probably be seeking out new hobbies anyway. Mm-hmm. Even if I still kayaked a lot, yeah. I'd probably want something else to relax. Yeah, graphic design used to be like a hobby for me. Yeah. It was something oh, yeah, that definitely. like when we had the recording studio, mm-hmm. yeah, the graphic were... side was just more of a right. fun. It was. You know, you know I designed this little album cover here or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It was just for fun. A little shirt here. Yeah. But, yeah. And then that evolved into what it is now where right. this is what I do for a living, which I'm grateful. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. But now I've been forced to find new hobbies yeah it's not as easy as you think right right like when you're i i wouldn't consider myself a super athletic person by any means yeah. like i'm a nerd that, that okay it is what it is it is what it is right and so because of that the the typical hobbies i play golf i play football i play baseball i play softball like a league or whatever yeah i'm not good at any of that right and so then i'm like kind of stuck Looking at this, like, okay, well, now what? Well, well what, what are my hobbies? Play then? instruments yeah. or Table video games, uh, ta- you yeah. know? And so it is harder than you think to find hobbies and yeah. cheap hobbies. Hobbies are I mean, expensive. That's the thing. A hobby can turn into, you know, business investment prices real fast. Yep. Yeah. And I guess that's possibly where some of this stems from as well, you know, because if I'm going to spend that much starting up this hobby, I might as well turn it into a business. But you know, as we're going to see going through some of these other things here, just because somebody thinks it's a good idea for you to turn something into a business, there's no reason. That's right. I think most of us should probably simply continue doing the things we love, Mm -hmm. right? 
and not try to monetize it. Yeah. If you love something for the sake of loving it, then by all means do that. Now, I also understand the love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. And we've stumbled into that here as well yeah. with Beefy. And, and, and you're right. I think that in the grand scheme, there are a select few of people, you know, a yeah. few people that they're going to love something, be passionate about it, and they should monetize it. Right. I'm not saying that this is like a, you know, one size fits yeah, all. Yeah, no. But I'm saying that for the most of us, just because someone told you you're good at it or because you love to do it does not mean it should I be I would a say solely that is never the reason. If you have that and some market research to back up why it would be a good business and you would enjoying it and you're looking at maybe retiring from your job or something. And yeah. This would, if it makes sense, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, your situation's your situation. We're speaking in generalities and we're going to miss your niche. I guarantee you that. Yeah. So don't, don't read this as, you know, set in stone. Yeah. Another reason is you hear this a lot, especially from the entrepreneur or from, yeah. from the guy that's like, I'm going to quit my day job. Mm -hmm. No one else is doing it. So the market is all mine. I'm guilty of that. I'm like, well, no, I, one, yeah. no one's doing this, bro. It would be the yeah. best idea ever. Yeah. And it's like, Andrew, is come back down to earth. Yeah. There might be a reason people There's, aren't doing that's that. That's exactly right. <laughs> it could be a bit of a red flag here. Yeah. Right? If nobody's doing it. Why? Maybe it's because it's not worth doing. That's right. Mm -hmm. And again, generalities. Yeah. That doesn't mean that, you know, every single time. Yes, you might stumble upon right. that, you know, one opportunity where you're right. like, dang, this really is, uh, there's a need. We see the opportunity. Right. People are looking for it. Yeah. Go for it. Well, yeah. And I know I was like joking with you, like bad marketing plans and yeah. the the ice cube golf ball. Now, you're yeah. not going to sell that to be used on the golf course. Yeah. But in the bar, in the clubhouse. Yeah, it could be a great little You might be able to item. sell that. Yeah. And yeah. so, just because it's not a good idea for where you thought it was doesn't mean, you know, but what am I trying to say? I say just because a product doesn't exist doesn't mean it should it, exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? And just because it doesn't work out the way you think it should doesn't mean it's not a viable product. That's right. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. Good job. There it is. You got it. <laughs> need like a little epiphany. Do, do, do. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's um, what I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> Something else. I, I think you have to ask yourself, is there a market for it? Yeah. Is the product too, is a product too expensive to create? Yeah. Is that why it doesn't exist? Because nobody can create it at a cheap enough price for anyone to buy. That's right. Yeah. Because again, the reality is if you have an idea, someone else has had it. Oh yeah. Right. I like, mean, look at patents that go back a long that's time. That's right. And some of those products are just now being released possibly. Because of machinery, Because technology. they didn't have the technology to produce the thing cheap enough for it to be a viable product. That's right. Because if your margin, you, you mentioned this earlier, if your yeah. margins are nothing, yeah, right? It's like, oh, I could buy this thing for $12 and sell it for $14. It's right. It's like, okay, is, is $2 an item? Yeah, that's not going to make you money. Going to take care of your family? No, it'll keep you from, you know, owing people a bunch of money for product. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's not going to make it's you- It's not going to make you not gonna, money. It's probably not going to pay your rent. Yeah. It's right. not going to grow your business. It's going to sink it. Yeah. And the, the other thing too is beyond even just like the margins of you making money, sometimes it costs so much to produce a product that what you would need to sell it for yeah. doesn't make sense for the, the target demographic. Exactly. Yeah. The people you're marketing to would never spend that much on an ice cube. If it's yeah. The, yeah. You know If I'm mean? trying to sell a, I don't know, some type of fancy product to a group of cowboys. Yeah. It better fit the cowboy budget. Yeah. Because if it doesn't, Definitely. they're going to look at me like I'm a straight idiot. 
mm-hmm. even if it's the best thing that ever existed, yeah, they still have a budget. Well, that's great. I'll stick to my old cheap. I'm going to do it, it the way I'm doing it until mm-hmm. until it's a cheaper option for me. You know, it's a great idea. Can't yeah. afford it, right? And then at that point, yeah. you went. If you went all in and you tied up all those resources and <laughs> yeah. mining it. You see it all the time on Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. And The Profit, that other great investment show, where businesses, were, they did exactly these things. Right. Great idea. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And now they're looking for investors and money. And, you know, the sharks are saying, hey, why do you need this money? Well, we've got so much money tied up in inventory or machining or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's like oh. Ugh. Well, yeah, dude, because you didn't do your research. Right. First. On the product. Right. Yeah. There's no money here. There's no, it's not that it's not a good product, but yeah. the margins are not good enough to make them a, a business that's scalable or sustainable. Right. Yeah. This should have been like a, a one-time deal for your retail store, not. Yeah. Yeah. Not a full business off of this product. It, you, yeah. It should have been a one-time thing. It could have been thing. a product in a line of products. Because, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it would have done well. Yeah. And we've already talked about it, but sometimes there's just not money to be made. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of hit that either whether it's too expensive to produce for what you have to sell it for, or maybe it's something like that everybody already has. That's right. Yeah. You know, like a, a grocery basket. I'm not going to go buy a custom grocery basket. They have one at every grocery store I go to. I don't, yeah. I don't need like, a grocery basket. Unless now if I'm be... a grocery store owner, that might appeal to me. Sure. But your market's going to be smaller, and so you'd have to. Look and your at margins that. better be good, and there better mm-hmm. be a reason why your cart's better than the other guy's no, cart. It is, yeah, it returns and itself. <laughs> the other reason you have to be careful about the whole "no one else is doing it" thing mm-hmm. is that someone might have already done it and flopped. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, just it was a because bad it does, idea. just because it doesn't exist right now doesn't mean it hasn't existed. Yeah, just because you can doesn't mean you should. I feel like you see this all the time too. People are like, "Oh well, that guy used to be. He must have just been bad at what he did." Oh, yeah. I'm sure that happens sometimes, but sometimes it's just that, hey, dude, it just didn't work out. Like, Yeah. Or you were too ahead of the curve or... Yeah. I think about the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. That was a great thing. One of the coolest game consoles. But when it came out, it came out kind of right after maybe like PS1. I think so. It was definitely before PlayStation 2. And so, because of that, it didn't catch on because it was just super... Honestly, it was way ahead of its time. It was. And I don't think the games... The people, no, like nothing was ready for that in the industry. No, everything, nothing was a disc yet in the no, game. Yeah. It and so, was, it all, it just kind of all flopped. Yeah. And so. It was an odd concept, but it was a great system. Yeah. I think one of the number one reasons you hear people say that they're going to start a business is because I hate my job. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it better. I'll just start my own company. I was told early on by a, like a business advisor of mine. Yeah. That like, that's like the kind of the worst thought process to ever have like you don't know what goes like Mm -hmm. do you really knows what goes into running a business right like you think you know what your boss does but do you really until you sit in that chair and run the thing yeah it's like you know did you realize that before you make a single dollar on this product we manufacture Mm -hmm. we have three thousand dollar monthly rent yeah and a three hundred dollar light bill yeah and a fifty dollar water bill yeah before you know it you've got five thousand dollars a month coming out before you've ever turned profit maybe it makes a lot more sense to use one less staple now yeah you know and it's like you've got to ask yourself that just because you think you'd be better than your boss and you hate the guy or yeah. you, you hate your job personality conflict what have it if you're not a good team you're not a good team but it's not a reason to start your own business yeah i think quitting or starting anything to you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself just in starting the business. Exactly. I would say start it up mom and pop shop out of your room before you start trying to. And you have to do it for the right reasons. Yeah. Right. If you go start a business because you hate your boss, you're going down a slippery slope. 
For sure. Right? Because, you know, you're, chances you're cre- are there's other things you're unhappy with. For That's one. right. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe you don't want to be in that career field in the first maybe place. Maybe you don't like the industry. And there you go. Building yeah. a business around something you don't even like. Right. Just right? Yeah. So, I wouldn't say it's the number one reason per se, but it feels like it. It's it's a pretty bad reason, I think. It's also that whole, well, I'll show you thing, you know? Oh, I know. And there's kind of a chip on your shoulder about that attitude that just the, an arrogance that you're carrying with you. Yeah. And, and it's noticeable. Not, yeah. It's kind of, I don't know how to say this better, but it's ugly, yeah. right? And typically you won't be successful. But, and then whenever it all fails, what are you going to do? What are you going to go back to? You can't go back because you are right. a total jerk about the situation. Right. Right. Especially if you tried to compete with your old company. <laughs> yeah, you could be in a yeah. real pickle. I think that, don't mean to beat a dead horse, but when you think about like, do you hate your boss or your coworkers t- terrible? Is the work environment hostile? Right. Why would you want to leave? Like, why do you want to leave? Yeah. Like, you've got to get to that question, right? Because if it all comes down to, you know, I just really don't like that I have to be there at 8 a.m. If I could be there exactly. at 9, I'd be happy. <laughs> Sometimes it is simple as that. It's like, wow, uh, your boss may be like, well, instead of losing you, sure, come in an extra hour later and yeah. leave earlier. I don't know. Yeah. It's like sometimes the answer is not quitting Yeah, and starting over again because you think that that's the magic formula to fixing right. it. Sometimes it's just asking yourself the right questions to figure out yeah. what are you what are you unhappy about? Yeah. You know, same concept applies with the design sometimes, you know, I sit there and it's like, I hate this thing. I want to wipe it clean and start yeah. over. But I'm wasting a lot of time and a yeah. lot of work that I put in. Go back to the, you know, yeah. take it down to the base level and go from there. Yeah. What do I not like about yeah. this? It's probably the bells and whistles. It's probably yeah. just this. I don't know. It's the blue. I don't like the blue. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I've shared the story before. If I have, you're welcome because you're heard again here. here but I'm um, sorry for the repeating old man over here. I'm going to get one for uh, that. I'm gonna exactly. Get one. I'll tell you about that. <laughs> I'll tell time. you about it. When I worked for Chick-fil-A, yeah. right, right out of high school. Did I show this one before? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Right. You got to like a note of Andrew's yeah, stories. Andrew's stories. Check two. <laughs> yep. You said it three times. <laughs> three, three times now. Yeah. I worked at Chick-fil-A and I was very good at my job and I started getting unhappy because I, I honestly didn't know I was getting unhappy. I yeah. was just being, I started being kind of a dick. My attitude changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't showing up the way I was showing up prior to that. Yeah. And my... A boss, my the owner of the Chick Fil A location, called me to his office and said, "Dude, like, what's up? You've always been like one of my best employees. Mm-hmm. Like, you show up on time, you do your thing, you know, you're a leader. Blah 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 blah." He's like, "What? Like, what is going on?" Yeah, and I was like, "Dude, I don't feel like I'm getting paid like what I'm worth." And he's like, "Well, what do you make?" And I was like, "You know, I don't whatever it was, seven fifty yeah. or seven and a quarter. Probably not much. It was not a lot, right? It was minimum wage at the time and." And he looked it up in the system and was like, dude, he's like, I don't know that. He's like, not that he's just so above that. He doesn't know it, but it's but, like, that's managed on a manager level. Yeah. That's going to be somebody else's. Yeah. And he didn't see that. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, if you would have just come to me and told me. I would have known. I would have done something about it yeah. because I, I respect you and I do respect what you've been doing. Yeah. And he's like, I'll take care of that but I need you to show up like you've been showing up in the past. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And so it was kind of a big lesson I took from that. I was like, sometimes you just have to ask. People don't always know wh- like why Pe- things are going wrong for you. Yeah, no one's a mind reader. And that was a big learning opportunity for me. But I feel like that all applies to like, I could have been like, I'm going to start my own chicken company. I'll make the best sweet tea in the world. Mm-hmm. I'll steal your recipe I'll take get the recipe. sued and whatever. <laughs> but it's like, no, I didn't, I yeah. didn't hate Chick-fil-A. 
Right. I didn't hate the boss. I didn't hate my team. I didn't hate the- Didn't even really hate your job. I just wasn't happy with how much money I was making. Which, yeah, that's a very real thing. That's the only problem that needed to be solved for me. Yeah. But imagine if I would have done all of the things in that. Yeah. I could have gone down a, on a and, – and this happens. I, I know it's – yeah. I was 18 and it was a Chick-fil-A and there was no way I was going to open up a Chick-fil-A competitive company. Right, yeah. But there are grown adults Dude. who quit their jobs for reasons that are this or less. Yeah. Go take their entire life savings, their 401k or whatever, yeah. and pour it into some idea thinking that they're going to just get rich. Yeah. All because they were unhappy with one thing. Right. That if they would have just had a conversation, yeah, could have been solved. Every time would it be solved? No. Yeah. But if you at least identify what your pain is, right. maybe you can say, you know what? I'm unhappy with the leadership here. Yeah. I'm unhappy with the fact that I'm not getting as much, you know, opportunity to learn and grow as I would like to. Right. And then you say, you know what? I'm not going to stay in this situation. Yeah. I certainly can't afford to go try to be a competitor to this no. and lose my entire life savings. But I do have the, you know intelligence and the forethought to know that, hey, maybe I should go start exploring opportunities where I might be right. better off. Yeah. You know, we talked about this a little bit with, you know, uh, at lunch today Yeah, about some of the big commercial companies and kind of how that, right. that sometimes can be. So, I don't know. I stayed on that one for a while because I feel like it's a lot of time. Well, it's, a, it's definitely this time of year, people are definitely getting frustrated, especially oh, yeah. if they're not getting off for the holidays like they'd like. That's right. Overworked. And it not can really breaks. make you think, you know, I'm just going to quit my job and start something then. Yeah. And not that there aren't success stories with that. 100%. And I'd say if you hate your job, you've got a really good idea that no one else is doing that's not a bad idea. And, you know, so the, you've looked at other people in the industry that would suggest that your idea is solid. Yeah. Then you want to start partnering with people and start. Yeah. Somebody, put the wheels in motion. Somebody just asked us yesterday, yeah. what do you think about this business idea? Yes. And my answer for them was- Are you ready for the work? Are you ready for the work? Are you ready for the yeah. hard work that's going to go into it? Yeah. And, and that is always the question. It is. Starting your own business is damn hard work. Always. It is not something you can take lightly. You can, one, again, going back to the last one. Well. You have to do it for the right reasons. Right. But you can't just do it just because, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm going to start a business. This brings me back to be your own boss. Be the boss. Mm -hmm. Run it. Yeah. You shouldn't be waiting on yourself to hit your own deadlines. You yeah. know, if you're going to be boss, be a boss. And know that if you cannot guarantee okay. that you're going to be able to have staff in the beginning. Yeah. Or the money, financial resources to keep employees or even just deal with employees that don't Which, show up. Yeah. You are signing up. Yeah. To get into a business regardless of who shows up for you. Exactly. Like if you're starting a restaurant, you are agreeing to work every position in that restaurant. That's basically. right. There's, no, there's if, just not a way around it. If your host calls off, guess who's the host for that day? That's right. And you can mm -hmm. say, I'm not going to do that. I don't have to do that. True. Your business is not going to last. Yeah, you're going to have other issues then. I mean, I can think and of- And if you don't address, yeah. <laughs> a lot of major fast food restaurants, big restaurants, small restaurants, specifically in that industry, yeah. where you go in and your experience is absolute garbage. Just totally yeah. terrible. Mm -hmm. And you can tell it's because there's poor leadership. Yeah. You can tell that no one cares. No one because cares. Because there's no one leading them to care. When the leadership care. doesn't care. Yeah. You know? It, Why? It, you set the precedence that that's okay. It's yeah. acceptable. Leadership creates the culture whether you want to believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. 
And we kind of got off on a little bit of a tangent. But I had to. Uh, you had to. <laughs> be your own boss. Be the boss, you know? if But don't quit your job and start a business for that reason. That's not a reason. To start not a, a reason. The number one reason, the real number one reason, which yeah. we talked about briefly in the beginning, is that you want the freedom that comes with owning your own company. <laughs> and it ties back to what we just said. Because, yeah. You are not guaranteed freedom. No. I wish they could hear the silence that I'm leaving in the room. Yeah, let's leave it one Just more like, time. There it is. <laughs> it, <laughs> there is not a guaranteed freedom. No, not at all. Dude, for me, dude. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of hours that go into this company. Yeah. You know? I know. To doing this podcast. Yeah. To doing, to doing everything we to do. To doing everything we do. Because this podcast is a very small facet of what we do here. Yeah. It is our fun break. It is a fun break. And from the, the real stuff. Right. It is freeing in a lot of ways. It can't, yeah. But during those startup years, mm-hmm. it is a grind. Oh, yeah. And we're kind of back in grind mode, getting the office opened up. It's here. exactly, dude, because, okay, more, for, but, yeah. for those of you guys who don't know, Beefy Marketing is our, our marketing agency. Right, yeah. We need some history. We've been in business roughly 10 years. Mm-hmm. We've had some problems along the way we've had you know partnerships that didn't pan out and we've had terrible years of sales we've had terrible years of customer service we've learned a lot mm-hmm. okay but in those first few years absolute hustle and grind. oh yeah and like you said it almost feels like we're starting beefy again yeah because we have a brand new team right like Almost every single we person on the team is new, new facets of the business that are just starting. Just starting. That and stuff that, that we're talking grind. about. Yeah. Right. And so through all of that, you're doing a lot. Oh, yeah. And you're wearing a lot of hats. Oh, yeah. Especially in small business. John, why don't you tell people, name a few of the things that you do at Beefy? I do podcast uh, production. Okay. I do everything video. Talk. Like, okay. Podcast production. Name a few things that uh, go into that. That is creating scripts, uh, scheduling people to come in, scheduling the studio, managing the studio schedule itself. I do that because yep. it makes more sense for me to do it because I know what's going on in here. Yep. Managing post-production teams. Managing post-production teams. Yep. I manage three of them. Yep. Yeah. Three, three shows. Three shows. No, one. No, four. Yeah. I manage four shows. And then I also do social media video for- Social media content. Uh, anything video that- you see for beefy yep it's pretty much i mean on you there's yeah. some i mean other people help with the social side yeah. of things but yeah i video filming filming editing pre-planning pre-planning acquiring getting the gear together to go equipment set up all yeah all of it that is one okay the other day one i literally had a microphone on a boom stand because i couldn't boom for myself while, while i was while filming. filming yeah that I'm just giving you guys a little bit of context. That is the same way with every single person on our team. Oh, yeah. John, other John. Everybody. Kara, Rosie, Robin, everyone. mm -hmm. Everyone wears a ton of hats. I'm glad I don't have any admin hats here. Those are the ones I don't like. I know. I don't either. I have them. I I know. You have them here. (laughs) A lot of times you're working around the clock. Yeah. You know, I'd say for the most part in our our culture, we've tried to create a balance there. But in general... Sometimes there's just days and, and the stuff that you just have to require. do what you have to do. Yeah. You know, tonight we've got a, mm-hmm. a live event here yeah. in town that we're doing audio and it's video gonna for. It's going to be a late day. I'm going to be in the town. I, I, it's three o'clock now. I've been here yeah. since nine. I'll be here till 10. I think I've had 
several of those myself since we opened the office yeah. of a few late nights. And then we have multiple companies too. Oh, yeah. So it's like if we're not doing something for the marketing One, agency. We're doing something for the other. The event company <laughs> might have an event going yeah. on, right? So there is a lot that that goes it, on around yeah, here. Yeah, there's... And we're all, you're right. I didn't even think about that till just now. Everyone here acts like their own business owner. Absolutely. We all wear a lot of hats. Yep. There's also things like worrying about where your money's going to come from. Mm-hmm. How you're going to get clients. Yeah. How you're going to pay your bills. The literal logistics of how do I get your credit card processed so that I can oh, get yeah. money from you. Okay. I'll tell you yeah. a pain point that our company had probably five years ago. Yeah. All of our company... Also, most of our services are what we call subscription-based or monthly yeah. recurred billing. And five, six years ago, every invoice we sent was automatically invoiced mm-hmm. monthly, but there was no auto payment. Ah. Meaning... I might be three months behind with a client yeah. because I'm not actively looking at those 40 invoices and saying, oh, did, did, they did so-and-so mail one? that check? Oh. Right. And then they'd get mad at me because it's like, hey, guys, like when I finally had the time to sit down and look, yeah. I'm saying, hey, guys, you're four months behind. They're like, well, why didn't you tell us four months ago? It's like, well, because it's just me. Because I got a lot of hats. And yeah. lot, I haven't even looked. And they're like, well, you should have... Uh. So we we had to transition to a point yeah. where we were auto had to get to a point to where that was no longer an issue. Yeah. yeah. And so there's that. You have to worry about how you're going to pay your bills. And when I talk about paying your bills, you got personal and business. Oh yeah. Right? When you're a business owner, mm-hmm. I'm responsible for the business's bills. Right. And that could be as simple, you know, for some startup businesses it might be simple I mean, as a you domain know, email support and yeah. or email and maybe some software you have to use or QuickBooks yeah. or something. It could be as simple as that or yeah. a business like ours, dude, we, need we spend more money equipment. than we make. <laughs> you know, it certainly feels like it. We've yeah. got we've got equipment, we've got rent, we've got yeah. web hosting, we've got uh, software expenses. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list is pretty oh, extensive. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes into making this. You have to have that stuff to run a business. Yeah. And then you start to have to associate that and say, well, okay, can I afford to pay my employees? Right. Can I afford to pay myself? Right. Can I afford to buy lunch for Because you sure you certainly don't want to be a business owner that decides to pay yourself over your employees. No. And you and I both know people that way. Yep. We've seen it happen. We've worked for companies that way. We've seen people work for even worse companies, companies like that. Yeah. Where it's like we just were talking to, you know, one of our guys recently where oh, he was saying yeah. that he had to race to the bank mm-hmm. on payday to make sure he to was hope gonna... to get the first one in line to get your check cash because eventually Fifth guy in line, might, there might not be money in the bank. Yeah, they like, and what? that's bad, man. Yeah, it's like, are you kidding me? I know, I couldn't believe that story. And meanwhile, the owner's driving around in a whatever you know, fancy a car, brand new one, and it's just like, yeah. come on, like you can't be that way. No, you can't be rubbing it. Because I'll tell you right now, that business will not sustain because your employees are going to feel undervalued, underappreciated, right. and you're going to wonder why your turnover is so high and you have shitty yeah. employees. That's why. That's why. Because you're you a shitty employee. You don't treat them well. Yeah. I've heard a statement one time. It says, people don't quit bad jobs. They quit bad bosses. Mm. I think it's pretty true. I think so. Because I don't know that I've ever had a bad job per se, but there was bad people at jobs. Bad leadership, bad decisions, whatever, maybe. I think I'm with you. I I felt unfulfilled. Totally agree. Yeah. Like, I hate to like name drop. Well, I won't. I worked for a large dollar store. Mm -hmm. I'll just say that. There's a lot of those. Worked for a large dollar store. And I enjoyed the job. Right. But the leadership was absolutely horrid. There was no upward movement. Yeah. There was no structure. It was a lot of lack of care 
for yeah. the business. And and it showed. Yeah. And it shows. If you go to these some of these big dollar stores. Yeah. You walk in and you find an employee that just doesn't even care that you're in there. That's I right. bet you can find a GM that doesn't care that's that right. you're in there. It's just, you know, and, and sometimes that's at the very, very top. Yeah. It might have been a passionate employee who came in and was excited and they loved their job. Right. And but then over get, time. They get beat down. And they're it? like, you know what? Why do I care? No one else does. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't want to be that person. No, you want to keep your people energized for one. And sad. Yeah. There's also health insurance, taxes. All kinds of stuff. Lawyers. Like, yeah, you talk Dude, about freedom. Crazy. Yeah, maybe there is freedom. You know what? Because there's things you can do that other people cannot, you know? You can decide that you want to buy a new camera for the company and you can do that. Yeah. You don't have to go check through, you know, 10,000 different people to get that permission. You can do that. Yeah. But at the same point in time, you need to be frugal so you don't screw everything up for everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not I'm not trying to be, you know. No, you're right. Yeah. But this podcast episode is not all about blah, 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 like yeah. the sadness and why you shouldn't start a business. Right. It's more about when you decide to get into this arena. Yeah. When you're going to do it, you got to make sure you've asked the right questions. Know what you're getting into. Uh, know what you're in store it. for. That's it. That's, yeah. It's not, don't start a business because these are terrible things. It's If these are your reasonings behind it, you may want to take a second look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just at least confirm. Yeah. It's like, okay, I should quit my job. Mm-hmm. Let me ask all the other questions first to make right. sure that that's a good move. Right. Oh, you'd be really good at that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're right. I think I would be. Yeah. But again, let me ask all the questions to make sure it's yeah. viable. Is this a good idea? Is it smart for my family? Is Can it smart it for me? Can it make money? Will Is make there money? a market out there for what I want to do? Yeah. Because you might have what it takes to be a business owner. Yeah. And if you, you do... Go for it. Do it. And our team, that's that, like that's what this podcast that's is for. That's what we do. Yeah. We are helping you by providing business growth hacks yeah. that are going to help you grow your business once you decide yeah. to get after it. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do here is... You know, we've dreamed about some of these things for years coming yeah. to fruition. And when we hear that from a client, it's just like, yes, that is what we got into this whole industry for to see dreams come true. Yeah. You know? Well, let's end this thing All with right. a nice business growth hack. Ooh. We've got one. We have a sound effect for business growth hacks. Yep. It, oh. It's all hacky. I like it. There are some incredible tools that if you want to get into whatever it may be, you want to quit your day job. You want to find a life of freedom. You think you're really passionate and good yeah. at something and your friends and family do too. We talked about asking those right questions and I want to talk to you about some tools to help to help do that. Yeah. Okay. I'll start with Google Trends. Oh, yeah. Google Trends is actually really cool. It is. It's essentially Google showing you trends of data yeah. about people's search behavior. Mm-hmm. So, I can pull up. I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. Go Google.com slash trends. Yeah, I wish I had your computer. I think it's actually trends.google.com. For I need to get an HDMI I know. computer pull that so in. I can pull it up. Uh, so I'm going to do that. And I'm going to just search man candles. There you go. Mandles. Man candles. Man candles. Man candles. This right here is interest over time. And I know you can't see my screen. and Maybe we'll pull it over later or whatever. But basically, there's a chart here in front of me that shows kind of like a little chart of how many people are searching for these phrases for a given period. And it's typically in monthly, you know, yeah. like little bites. And on average, people are only searching for man candles about 38 times a month. In, so a, in a world of millions, millions of people, billions of people. One billion people. Yeah. 30 searches a month, man candles might not be the best idea. I'm, I'm going to tell you, if you want to look at that at dollar amounts, 
you stand to make maybe $38. Yeah. And hold on. If we look at some of our older numbers, uh, you need to see an ad 20 times before you're ready to buy. Yep. That means you may have made one sale there, Mm -hmm. possibly two, almost two, maybe one and a half. Yeah. I mean, I just would say that that keyword right there makes me start to say, hmm, you know what? Probably not a market for it. You can sell man candles, but it should not be why you're quitting your day job to do it. It can be a product in your line of men's accessories, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to search another one. I'm going to search balloon art. There you go. Let's just see what this one looks like. There you go. This one is searched a couple hundred times per month. Okay. Hot air balloon, though, a related topic, is searched quite a few more times. Hmm. So it's like Google Trends is going to give you some rough data of, is there interest in this in the first place? Right. Right. Are people searching for it and it doesn't exist? Right. Like, are people searching for this, but there's no answer? We've talked yeah. about it in one of our, I think it was our SEO podcast episode. I think so, yeah. Uber Suggest. That's what I was trying to, yeah. Um, Uber Suggest is another SEO keyword tool, but it does the same thing. Yeah. You can type in a keyword mm-hmm. like balloon art or face painting or and, photo yeah, booths. Whatever. And it's going to tell you what is the average search volume. Right. You can even take it a step further and say photo booths in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. What is the Get interest in your community? You know, like, are you trying to be a local business or a national business? Right. Yeah. That's um, very valid questions to ask yourself. So that that is a great tool, Google Trends yep. and or Uber Suggest. Yep. Another great one is SurveyMonkey. Okay. Everybody, I think everyone in their life has probably heard of someone say SurveyMonkey. Yeah. And you've probably filled out a form for them. Yeah, exactly. SurveyMonkey mm-hmm. is a form building, a survey building software. Yeah. Anybody can use it. Schools, mm-hmm. churches, businesses, whoever, yeah. individuals. It is a great way to just Get interview feedback. your audience. Yeah. Right? Put it out in front of your, just start with your just your Facebook followers. Yeah. Hey, would you mind filling out the survey? It helps you gauge interest. Right. Even if it's just in your kind of circle least, of influence. Yeah. See where you're falling in the scale of things, you know? Yeah. Are if you, you get 100 people to not? fill it out and two say that they love the idea, again, yeah. maybe not a reason to quit your day job. Yeah. Right. If you have 100, yeah, that's a great idea. Why doesn't that exist now? Here's my money. Yeah. Uh, okay. That might be a sign to quit Maybe, that job. Yeah, yeah, at the very least, start putting it or in at motion. Least put right. it in motion. I would say the smart way to do it would be to put things in motion. Well, like you said, start from home. Start from home. Make it a transition process. You Our know? good friend, John Chambliss. Yep. Company called 48 Straight. He makes mm-hmm. supplements and he's also got a gym. That's how he does it. Yep kind of a bootstrap effort. Yeah. You know, he's a full-time firefighter and on the Mm -hmm. side, he's been working on this supplement company. He has incredible products. He really does. But he also realizes that he's got a family. Yeah. And right now he still needs that check from the fire department to pay Mm -hmm. his bills. And hopefully I'm sure his long-term goal would be to do this every day. Yeah, I bet it would be. But he's also being realistic with himself. Right. Right. He's not just kind of I'm not saying it's not a good idea to take a leap of faith every once in a while, but sometimes you have to be realistic and honest with yourself and say, you know what, I've got to We've got to be realistic like, about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just saying if if you find that there may be something behind this idea, don't throw all your eggs in one basket. That's right. Yes, pursue it if it looks like it's pursuable, but don't just dive. I mean, yeah, there is a point where you're right, where you know what, I'm all in, let's do this, but yeah. be smart about it. Be smart about Tactical it. Tactical moves, not just to jump in and land on a rock. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Another uh, another great tool, aside from SurveyMonkey, would even mm-hmm. be just the built-in Instagram polls. You know, yeah, those have become an increasingly more popular and people actually kind of find it fun to fill them hey, out yeah. for some reason. And you almost can, you've probably seen these before, yeah. like cat or dog. Yeah. Andy Kane or right. lollipop. Or turkey. Or turkey, right. Yeah. 
And you can kind of just go like you can almost do a full survey yeah. by integrating kind of just unrelated silly fun questions to right. get someone in it and mm-hmm. then throw in a few questions that like are actual market the research. real questions you want to get to. Yeah. So you almost make it a fun experience and they don't even know that they're giving right. you which is the best to way to get I think real feedback at this point. I agree. Take their defenses down and and then you'll get a real answer. Yeah, and they won't be like, "Ugh, this business is a thing. Survey. survey. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's like, you know, like these Cuz honestly, a lot of the ways that I fill out a survey, if I'm in a hurry, it's going to be 5 or 1. Yeah. I agree. Seriously. And I bet it's that way for most people. You're getting a five or a one. Yeah. I even go down the middle sometimes because sometimes, some companies- I wasn't very happy. If yeah. you do the very unhappy or the very happy, yeah. then they give you like these text box fields that say, well, why? why? It's like- <clears throat> I don't want to answer why. I'm going to go down the middle. You know, Everything somewhere. is somewhat satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat likely. Yeah. I think- the last one I want to tell you guys about, we've yeah. talked about Fiverr before. And oh, yeah, we definitely have. Fiverr is not a sponsor yet, but Fiverr, if you're listening, come on. Come on. Come on. Sponsor the podcast. Um, Fiverr is incredible. Uh, not only can you find incredible creators that are graphic designers and yeah. artists and mm-hmm. podcasters, and you name it. Oh, yeah. If you Whatever you want. You want something created. They're they, there. There's somebody that makes it on there. But a lot of times people, I think when Fiverr first came out, it was only like a creative space. Yes. It is so much more than that. Right, yeah. I've, I've hired people on there to do data, like data oh, research for just me. Like, col- like collect, hey, there's this yeah. website that has, um, for example, we're building a website called visittomball.com, which is yeah, a directory yeah. site for the area. And there was this website that I said, hey, this has a ton of Tomball businesses on it. Yeah. I need someone to bring those businesses over into a spreadsheet to pull into my system. There you go. That way and you I hired someone database. on Fiverr. She went out and did all the data entry and data research. Gave me a nice spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. that didn't cost me a lot. She was incredible. Right. I loved it. Mm-hmm. There are also market researchers there. Oh, yeah. You can actually get on there, pay a small amount of money, $30, $40, and, have and they actually go to a group of people and do yeah. the questions for you. Wow. So, Fiverr is an incredible tool. It's so, you can actually get extreme. focus groups. That's on that right. Too. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. That's yeah. very cool. Uh, so, Fiverr, good one. And Fiverr's just, I love Fiverr. I'm a huge Fiverr fan. Like, that's why they should be a sponsor. Yeah. Just call, I, like I need, to, I need to call, Start calling things I need to call you Fiverr like. up. Mr. Fiverr. I mention you in every episode. Yeah. Couldn't just start putting their logo on my Huge computer fan. screen. Huge fan, man. Huge Fiver, fan. Fiverr shirt. <laughs> Beefy Fiverr. Fiverr. Here's the deal. If you want to start a business, yeah. make sure you ask the right questions. Yeah. Do it for the right reasons. Do it for the right reasons. And uh, and if you need help, that's what we're here for. Oh, yeah. That's what the purpose of the podcast is for. That's the purpose of our company. And honestly, at the end of the day, it's like what I think is we're most passionate about. Yeah. We want to help people. Like, I love starting businesses. Mm-hmm. Even more than helping existing businesses grow their yeah. business, I love helping people that have an idea. I like to yeah decide if it's I a love good watering idea. an idea. Me too. You know, and sometimes they're good, and sometimes sometimes I, you got to prune them. I actually have a meeting every Thursday morning with a business friend of mine, and literally all we do is share business ideas, and we both look at each other and say "eh eh" or "uh huh." Uh-huh, and then we decide, and then we say, okay, that one has, you know, potential. Yeah. We give it to our market research girl. She goes and does some of the legwork to mm-hmm. see if it's a good idea and brings those answers back. And we say from there, okay, yeah. what she came Here's back with. Here's our market research. Yeah. Maybe that's good. Maybe we yeah. learned that it's not. Sometimes we find this is why that thing doesn't exist. That's right. Because it shouldn't. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another Absolutely. episode of the podcast. John. Always great chatting. I yeah. said that was going to be a micro episode, but I don't think but, it was. Uh, no, it was like right at 49 right now. Sorry, so. everybody. Sorry. Surprise. <laughs> Quit saying that it's going to be a short one. Every time we do that, we go an hour for sure. See you guys. Later.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Growth Hacks podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. To get more marketing tips and tricks, follow Beefy Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. And to take your business to the next level, check out our website at www.beefymarketing.com.